0: Hi,
1: this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 10, 2012. The time is about 3:30 p.m. Reddy New NPC has been conducting free conference call from past 10 years. So if you have any question, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, we need to see your. You need to put your camera on, and we also need you to let us know that you never asked the question before. If you have not asked the question, so we will give promotion to newcomers. Rajesh. Um,
2: Rajesh? Sorry, yeah. I was a yeah hi, Rahul, actually. Uh, thank you for providing all the support to the community. So I have a, a couple of quick questions. Uh, I have a green card EAD 485 and uh, I got a new job actually. Uh, my priority date is uh, 2014 September uh and my daughter is like uh, 12 year old uh, just uh, and as you know actually it is not uh, i mean final day it was not current so child i believe that uh, uh, ac21 protection is not available mm-hmm. um, uh, just uh, i mean you know looking for your advice i mean in that situation uh what do you suggest and that was the first question
1: and second in question what, is what do you mean what do you suggest
2: no, I what, mean what, uh, because you have more idea about like I know, that.
1: but but what is that you want to do right now? Want to use so, the EAD where you're hesitant? Or you're you already filed a for advice, right? Yes, it is done. So now what what is that you want to try to do differently? I mean you so are in for adm- Yes, uh, In
2: future, actually, if the priority date is final action date is not current and my daughter turned 21, because now if I move to EAD, Of course. So he will be in the- Yeah,
1: yeah, good question. So So, now, since your daughter is 13 years old, would, should you use the EAD or should you maintain the H1B? Is that the main question that is bothering you? Yes, that's right. I'm not going to tell you the answer though, but I will tell you what I would do if I have a 13 year old child and i have filed the 485 application and the final action date is not current this is what i would do i would use the ead and you will ask me why well you told me not to use the ead that is right but your daughter is 13 years old that's then you have to wait for approximately 8 years is it right 8 100%. years maintaining a 8 years maintaining h1b is very tough What is the gamble that I will be taking if I use the EAD with my child? The child has to go outside the country to get the F1 approved. They cannot change the status while they are in the United States.
2: Okay. And it can be any country or we have to go to native place?
1: uh, It can be any country. They can go to Mexico, Canada, or to uh, India. But when they go though, I would want the child to be interviewed, have a consultation with a lawyer at that time. And I will have them prepared very well before they go to the contract Because they need to explain how they are going to go to the home country once they complete their education. These kids, they forgot what their home country is. Okay? But this is what I would do. It's a judgment call. Don't come and blame me. I did not tell you anything. Next person. I just told what I would do if I have a child of 13 years. Next person, please.
3: Uh,
4: Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, My hedge fund is expiring in April, 2022, max out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. My employer filed for my PERM application in end of August, August, 2021.
1: I still- Sorry, uh, wait, wait, wait. When is your six year expiring, you said?
4: april 2022
1: okay you filed in august okay
4: yeah so i still do not have any updates uh, my employer is saying like we will still have to wait
1: of so, course there's no. what can you do um there are some there are some creative methods what you can do because if your thing is how um, the best way is for you to spend 25 days in mexico and come back
4: uh, you mean you know what that cross the country now if I'm planning, do you,
1: have, do, do you have the stamping available in your passport?
4: Yeah. Yes. I have stamping available.
1: Well, you can go to India for a period of one month and come back.
4: Well, when can I travel? I mean, it should be immediately so that I get, I, the... would,
1: ra- I would rather want you to travel immediately. If you're traveling to India though, not mm-hmm. in the month of March. Okay. You know, you know why I'm telling you to travel to India is because you're buying some extra time.
4: Okay. -hmm you got uh, it yeah i got that uh, and also if i if perm gets approved i cannot go for uh, h1 extension with the, uh, perm right because it should be at least three- you're right
1: it, it must i140 must be approved mm-
4: mm-hmm. okay okay with just perm i can't go for extension
1: no you have to wait for the i 140 approved you may be up you may be getting approved soon but you never know you don't want mm-hmm. to gamble on it
4: okay so before march i have to travel if i'm traveling to india
1: that's right. Before March, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be the better. I should be back here by March, right? That's right. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. In that way, you're going to, if you leave right now, come back in March, you're going to get extra one and a half month time. Okay.
4: I did they apply extension for my recapture time.
1: That is right. There is a good chance that they will do it, though. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Next person, please. Darnish?
4: Yeah, uh, hi Rahul, uh,
5: I have a question regarding the automatic revalidation, uh, mm-hmm. my H1 is approved uh, till 25, 2025, but my wife's uh, H4 and H4 EAD is still in progress, and uh, her current I-94 expires in February end, so can mm-hmm. she go out like uh, Cancun or somewhere, fly and then come back and avail the uh,
1: automatic revalidation? The, the word is mis, misused by you guys, though. It's not automatic revalidation. But yeah, the purpose is the same thing. A lot of people are trying this method and it is working very good. And the passport visa has expired. So will that be a problem if we try no, to do that? No, sir. No, sir. That's not a problem. At the no. most, the problem is she will only get until February of 2022. And she doesn't have to do anything. Her extension is already pending, okay? Right, yes. You try this one. I sent you the thing. Yeah,
5: and uh, uh, will she, is it okay if she travels
1: alone or I need to travel with her? I would like you to travel with her. That's better. Um, That's better though. The, The success rate has been very high. If the spouse is traveling with them, okay, okay, thank you. Next person, and 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 you know, this experiment we have done has been very successful, though very mm. very successful, though. A yes, lot of sir. people are doing it now. Next yeah, I person. saw
5: that in few few of the Facebook. That's the reason I thought of checking with you again.
1: Sounds good then. Thank you.
0: Okay.
2: Hi Rahul. My spouse mm-hmm. applied for initial H-4 EAD based on my approved I-140. Mm-hmm. Her uh, H-4 EAD application is still under processing, but meanwhile, my H-1 is about to expire, and my employer is now applying for H-1 extension. H-1 extension. So, what happens to her H-4 EAD application, assuming she won't get that approved by the time my H-1 expires?
1: Ah, deny midnight. They may even look into the next EAD approval and uh, approve it with the next H1B extension that you're going to be going through. Either of those what things What is the best happen.
2: thing I can do now?
1: What the best thing is that once you get the H1... Uh, well, f- first is you're going to file H4 extension and EAD extension for sure along with H1Bs, right? Right. That is not a question to be discussed, is right?
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my company will apply H1 and H4 extension simultaneously.
1: And EAD also together is right.
2: Uh, that one I need to discuss with the company, but yeah, you better discuss it. That.
1: Have all of them filed together. And mm-hmm. once your H1B approval comes in, interfile the H1B approval with the H4 receipt notice with the previous EAD if it's still pending by the time. Uh,
2: can you tell me what form is that? We need to find
1: interfile. Something? Okay. I will send you an interfile medical. It's the same formula that you will do it. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Interfile. Interfile means what you're telling is you're telling that please consider the next available things that you have. Um, that the, in the interfiling you're going to give them the H4 receipt notice extension receipt notice and your H1B mm-hmm. approval. Okay. Extension approval. Got it? Yeah. Thank you. And use the same formula that uh, what I'm sharing with you here. Okay. Next person,
6: please. Raja Ramu. Hello. um, Hello, Rahul sir. So yeah, this is Raja. So I actually had filed my uh, 485 in EB2 category in October, 2020, and it's still pending education. Uh, and I also have a EB3, which was filed in February, 21, 2021. This was because there was a risk of my son aging out. Uh, so since, uh, uh, so how old, since,
1: is, your, how old yeah. is your son?
6: My son is 19 and a half.
1: Okay. So you And, studying, wh- hmm? and so, what is your priority date?
6: My priority date is August 9th, 2010 in EB2 category.
1: Okay. It's current for a long period of time and your 1140
6: is <laughs> approved. Okay. And um, yeah, it went. So, yeah. So, let me finish my uh, question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'll give you more details. So, so, my question is so I had for that reason, because we had filed with the uh, date, the, you know, filing date, the, his age will not be locked, right? So, uh, as no. A no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 mm-hmm. no. When it became, when the final
6: action date became current, his age is locked. Correct. So, this was filed in October 2020, so it was not current it, at that. Time. It was mm-hmm. not current at that time, but it
1: became current later on.
6: Yeah, that is correct. But so I didn't know that, right? So in February 2021, we filed a, my same company. had filed the EB three I one forty petition, which is still pending in Nebraska. Okay, so you only
1: filed I one forty, or you filed for it also?
6: No, only only the I one forty. Yeah. Okay, got it. Because the 485 was filed with the EB2, which was already approved at that time. You, you told me You told me that. Yeah, right. So my question is, I am concerned uh, that it might be because of this, my case is on hold because a lot of people in my company after that got the green card. Um, so is there any risk in withdrawing the I-140 EB3? Because my no. son already used his EAD anyways. So... Yeah. I, I don't see a purpose why you filed an I-140 at all under EB3.
1: Um, so right now the question is, I don't think so it is the I-140 that is causing the problem. There are some uh-huh. other people also in there, but <laughs> by withdrawing the EV 3 will it cause any problem? No, it should not cause any problem whatsoever at all.
6: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and actually my medical RFE, everything was very smooth till July and I submitted my medical RFE. Uh, to the new work field. I know,
1: but there is nothing I can do to expedite
6: your 485. Okay. So, so there is no risk. That's the bottom line you're saying. Like, I mean, I can just,
1: I see sometimes when you withdraw the I-140 of EB3, they may even withdraw the I-140 of EB2 also, even under that conditions, you're still fine because it's been more than six months your 485 has been filed. So even if the I-140 EB2 is withdrawn, I-150 EB3 is withdrawn, it doesn't matter. You're in good shape. Um, I it's not it's not a risk at all in withdrawing the I-140 ED3. Next person, please. Thank you, sir.
7: Martina?
3: Martina?
1: I can't hear you, ma'am.
3: Are you able to hear me
1: now? Now a little bit better. But you have to speak louder.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, hello sir. Uh, uh i had uh, my h4 ead uh, applied last year so there's a long story i'll just go step by step so first we i had applied for h4 ead last year but it was taking a long time and uh, uh, coincidentally i found an employer who was ready to file for my h1b so he filed uh, my h1b and i H4 EAD and H1B came at the same time. Now, the thing is, uh, once I got my H1B. uh,
1: So, wait, ma'am. So, you have your H1B approved, H4 approved at the same time. Hello? Yes, Yes, sir. Is it same time, uh, same date, or is it a different date? Ma'am.
3: No, different date. Which one is
1: approved the latest? Uh, It
3: is H1B.
1: When was the H-4 approved, the date? And when is the H-1 be approved?
3: H-1 was approved. uh, I'll have to look into the dates maybe. But H-1 was approved in October beginning and I got H-4 EAD uh, like uh, the card at the end of October.
1: When did your H-4 got approved?
3: H-4 got approved in the beginning of October.
1: When did your H-1 got approved?
3: Sorry,
1: I'm getting. Uh, Ma'am, please write uh, it down in the in the in the chat, uh, though.
3: First, H1, please
1: please please write it down oh, in the chat. When was your H one approved? When was your H four approved? Okay, then I will address it, because look into the dates and put it out in the chat group. Next okay. person, please. Uh, sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: I will have to go to the next person until you give me the dates. Yeah. I want the dates, the dates. Which day H4 is approved? Which day H1 is approved? You give it to me in the chat. Next person, please. Sruti or Gayatri, next person, please. Venki. Hey, sir, uh, this is Venkat. I've been watching your
8: videos for the past two years. Uh, sure. Thanks for this call. Um, sure. Okay, so my son is actually you know, getting aged out in March, uh, 2022, March 19th uh, this year. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm I'm planning to apply for uh, H4, I mean F1, which I should have done it earlier, but there is a reason behind it. So uh, mm-hmm. my question is like, uh, uh, have not applied yet. So if I apply it actually before March 18th, I know that I need to apply it as soon as possible. But if I apply it before uh, March 18th, uh, he can still stay here and continue his studies, right?
1: You did not file the 484 application.
8: Uh, right. No, I actually, yeah, so I, I'll tell you, right, uh, I was, uh, my priority, I mean, I have EB2, uh, EB2 priority with uh, 2016 date. In October, I did actually, you know, uh, upgrade up to EB1C. I did file concurrent EB1C, uh, but my MI140 is not yet approved, so. And
1: um, what is the priority it, that you said?
8: Uh, October two thousand sixteen EB two, but I did uh, actually you know, filed it, filed okay. in EB one.
1: So, so you're hoping if the EB one C gets approved, everything will be resolved. Yeah, that was I. hope okay, that's good so so far. Yeah, that's that's good point. Um, there's nothing wrong though. So now let's get to the point though. You file for the F one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rule has changed in June or July of two thousand and twenty one, that you do not have to file any B two transit B two. From H4, when they are crossing the 21 years. Previously, we used to tell people that, hey, they are going to go out of status. You have to maintain the status until you get the F1. By okay. Biden administration changed the rule. You don't need to. As long as you file the application before the proper timing and he's already going to school, you file the change of status application right now, he's in good shape. Okay, before March 18th, the it. Before, before the age. End. My, end. And let me tell you one other good news, which you already n- might have already known it. Even if the F1 is approved, he is mm-hmm. not getting kicked out of this 485 application. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. The reason is that the mm-hmm. I 140, the amount of time the I 140 is pending, his mm-hmm. age will be deducted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I saw you news. all your videos. Yeah, and it's all your videos. One, Got good, it. good. The second thing is that even if he goes to F-1 visa, mm-hmm. if your EB-1C is approved, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. this is what I would do with your F-1 visa, as far as the EB-1C is approved. Mm-hmm. It out. <laughs> you Okay, okay. Thanks a lot so you pray, Thanks. pray on the EB-1C, but apply for F-1 ASAP and he can stay in the country once you apply, okay? Thanks, next thanks
8: a lot, sir. uh one one last question sir if i have to take your consultation how should i reach out to you
1: right no f1 visa if you want to you can apply with this uh with this lawyer we don't do it okay 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 you okay i got that okay okay i'll, I'll yeah i'll take it sir okay thanks thanks thank, you then. Person, thank you thank you next person please
8: krishna
5: Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is, I'm working for company A uh, and my petition, H1B, everything is filed with company A, but recently the company A is acquired by company B. Uh, but technically I'm working for uh, company A. So if I go for stamping, uh, will there be any problem? Because my petition is showing company Where B.
1: are you getting the paycheck from? Company B. Okay. so did they give any documentation of how the company B has acquired a company A? Because depending on the acquisition of the company, then you will have to either file an amended H-1B or you don't need to file any amended. Looks like you don't need to file any amended application though. Since you don't need an unamended application, you need some documentation that the company B is a successor in interest for the H-1B of you. So that documentation should be given by the HR. Did they give any documentation to anybody?
8: Uh, not at, but they sent some
5: uh, link for the news, like which was uh, published in the news about the acquisition. It mm-hmm. was everywhere in the news. So
1: Okay, check with HR if that will be, most probably that may be enough. It's a publicly traded company. If not, if there is any documentation required from the HR, they will give it to you. Based on that, you can go for stamping. Sure, thank you. Next person, please.
7: Hari, no, sir,
1: how are you going? Uh, I'm
8: sorry, I'm not well versed with all the immigration, so it might sound like. If you, you are well
1: versed with all immigration, you didn't need to come to this conference call.
8: Oh, compared to the other <laughs> people, compared to the other people I was listening to. So. Oh, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Though. Sorry, sir. So I think we, uh, so what my question is, like, people actually go to Mexico, like they cross the land border and get their visa stamping. So can I do the same uh, by going to Canada? Because I've not applied for Canadian uh, visitor's visa.
1: OK, first of all, what's the purpose for which you want to get the extension?
8: I'm sorry, H-1B stamping. I already have a 797 accrued. I'm trying to get it stamped.
1: Why do you want to get it stamped?
8: Uh, Maybe uh, in future, if I have to want to go to India, maybe I could just, whenever I'd like, I can just
1: go for that reason. That Okay. The people, what they were asking question was for a little bit different reason why you are. Okay. First of all, if you want to go to Canada, you need a visa to go to Canada. Okay. Second, if you are going for stamping, it's not, the border people are not going to give it. You have to go to the U.S. consulate in Toronto, Calgary, mm-hmm. or some other university to go for it. For that, you have to fill an online application, DS-160 and so on and so forth, and pay the fees and then they, they will give an appointment. Right now, the appointments are very backlogged for uh, for Indian nationals to go to Mexico or Canada though. Okay. Third, if you are going to visa stamping though, recently, USC, recently the, the Biden administration has changed the rules. Where you don't have to go for personal interview, it's called Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can um, you can uh, you can get you can get the uh, you can get the uh, uh, you can get the Dropbox appointment in India fairly quickly. And since there is less bureaucracy there, then you would be better off going to India rather than to Mexico or Canada. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Next person, please. Mazar. Mazar, I can't hear you, Mazar. I can't hear you. Can you take Anusha, Gayatri? Things so. that she's been coming frequently. She's saying. Yeah, sure, sure. Anusha. I can't hear you, Anusha. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Hear her? No,
3: no, no. I
1: can't hear. You. Go with this Fatima because she left in between. Fatima.
3: Yeah, thank you, sir, for allowing From
1: me. Miss Fatima, to... you yes. still did not tell me when your H four is approved. You only told me when EAD is approved. H
3: four approval. H four approval. Uh... Okay. H four approval date.
1: Uh... I am assuming it's on the same day.
3: Okay. Uh, actually, H four approval came before the EAD. The EAD came okay, later. Okay.
1: I need to. You, you did not give me the approval date. Next person, please. Sunil? I requested you H4 approval yes, date. You did not give it to me. Now. Yeah. Uh, hello, Rahul, sir. Uh, uh,
5: my name is Sunil. Um, I'm on H1B and I took, uh, I was laid off uh, by employer A uh, mm-hmm. before my authorized I 94. And I was hired back within 60 days of time. And, up, and the same employer uh, applied the new H1, which I got way, approved. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait so you were working with company a you got laid off with company a and you same. are in h1b with that company
5: exactly so before the i 94 for expire date
1: and you got laid off and then you joined the same company back same company within 60 days that's not allowed but go ahead though yeah. so then they I'm, file then they file the extension uh, they file new uh, h1b and, uh, what do you mean get, new what do you when you say new h1b what do you mean new h1b is it a console yeah. processing? Is it an extension? Uh, no, extension, uh, basically. So
5: w- when they laid off hmm. me, they sent a notice to USCIS to revoke my... Previous- ah, ha, ha,
1: ha. Okay. They sent you a revocation notice and they filed another H-1B, okay?
5: Uh, yeah, within, within 60 days. So I used okay. AC-21, that law, to, you know, so that I, I got hired back. So my question here is, so if I go to visa interview to make... Did you effect, got that H-1B approved? yes sir yes i got it okay. a couple of weeks back okay go ahead so uh if i go to visa interview to mexico and so if visa officer asked me this question like do you have any gaps in h1b no. so what what should i answer like so no you don't you are allowed
1: for 60 days of employment period
5: okay sir. so a question gap a meaning answer and actually a couple of my friends went to visa interview and the visa officer asked that question do you have any gaps in h1b and it, I took, since no, you don't,
1: don't see, you don't have any gaps in H-1B.
5: Okay. So basically, so will they get to know, sir, that I was laid off and joined back again? Usually, yes, they, they will get to know. Okay. So, so basically I don't have to answer yes for that, right?
1: No, you don't have to answer because there's no gaps in the H-1B. Okay. Even though I was laid off. Okay. Yes. The 60 days and they refiled it. That's good enough. The UCS has already approved it.
5: Okay, and a gap in the situations where are you very not sir, and then, I mean, sorry yeah, to work. Yeah, there may be, there may be six months gap. Oh,
1: okay. Sometimes so, doesn't realize and approve it.
5: So, so I'm good. So with that reason,
1: they won't deny my visa stamping, right? There so, shouldn't be. Is there a slight chance for it? There's always one in a million chance, but not as such. Next yeah. person, please.
5: Okay, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh,
7: hello, are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Uh, so, sir, uh, I wanted to Rahul sir. I wanted to know, like, uh, uh, can we file an H one B concurrent filing, and what are the chances of approval if we give hours like twenty to forty hours? Absolutely and Absolutely, very good. Hours?
1: Absolutely, very good. You can give it five hours to forty hours also.
7: So, uh, do the question like uh, look like forty hours still is a part time? Like, if you mention as a part time, who,
1: who, who said that the second job has to be part time? Who so said that?
7: Full time, but. At- they approves that, like if you uh, apply concurrent filing as a... Do you mean to
1: say the concurrent person, can a person work two full-time jobs? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You guys are young guys. Four million people left the jobs doing nothing. I don't understand this. We are used to 80 hours of working. I don't know which world you are come from. Young guys are not working harder.
7: (laughs) So if they mention as a part-time, if the company mentioned You can mention 20
1: to 40 hours, that's fine. You can and mention 40 hours, that's fine. You can mention 5 to 40 hours, that's fine. Then you have the flexibility.
7: Okay, so mentioning as part-time and giving it as 20 to 40 no, hours is perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, good. that's perfectly fine. Okay. And you can work full-time. You can work full-time, yes. Okay. You,
7: sir.
3: I'll take
1: the last <laughs> caller, guys. And after this, uh, um, in the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Go ahead, Sayed. Yeah. Uh, thanks,
5: Rahul, for, for giving this opportunity. Uh,
1: well, uh, I have applied for downgrade
5: uh, in uh, December 2020. EB3 downgrade I140 is not approved there,
6: but uh, now they interfiled my uh, uh, for EB2, and uh, I1 I140 is approved there. You know? so okay, I140 it, is approved. So yeah. No, but the the okay. I140 for EB2 is already approved right from what, what about the EB3? EB3 is not yet. Okay, keep going. So, Does this mean that my uh, my son's priority, was, uh, as the priority dates are currently, uh, does it mean that my son's age is locked or still?
1: Uh, it's a question to be interpreted and we don't know how they're going to interpret. That's a wrong way of interfiling When is your son becoming 21? Uh, well, he's 16 now. So uh, he has yeah. like... You have uh, time, to... you have time. Yeah. Keep pursuing the I-140, get the I-140 approved.
6: Okay. For EB three, okay. so but, but right. what what preference it? What uh, uh, importance does that have, though? Because the reason why priority is that, date wait, in EB three
1: so is wait, not wait. There. I know that, but on what basis you file the oh, four eight five? Okay. EB three, not EB two. EB two came later on. Yeah. So if the foundation is not there, you can't okay. build a roof on it. You're okay. building a roof on it, on a foundation, which is not laid yet. The okay. foundation has to be completed.
6: So e- even so though put e- e-
1: sticks on it, but the foundation need to be completed.
6: Okay. So even the EB three dates are not current.
5: It
1: does not matter if I one forty. it doesn't matter about You need to get the I-140 approved okay. then for then your son's approved. date to be left. Yeah. Then uh, you're okay. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, there's one other thing that you can do to be safe though, is your final action dates for EB two is current. Yes. File an entire fresh application oh, so that my, we... my company is not allowing... Uh-huh, I got it. Okay. Also, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay then. But Thank still you. get an I-140 approval that will clear up all the problems. Okay. Fine. Thank you very much. Rob. Thank you guys. Next conference call will be tomorrow. I'm sorry, um, you know, our phone systems are working guys in, for some reason, if you did not unmute, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Come to the next conference call it will be tomorrow.